Welcome to X of Words, a new podcast for the new status quo, created for and by X Twitter. Every episode, a new guest picks a new question for a shotgun quick listen chat. One question, two voices, 10 minutes. Hello, hello everyone listening. Welcome to a special edition of X of Words. This is the campaign debate special. With me, I've got Yanis and I've got Michael. Yanis is Aurora's Wind. Michael is GL2814 underscore three. Yes. John Stewart's Green Lantern number. There we go. Uh, both of these fine folks are like, listen, it's the level of, the level of social media excellence that's come <laughs> from these two has been inspiring. Um, Michael has decided that he is Team Sunspot. Yanis has decided that he is Team Tempo. Right, because we've been seeing it on the TL and we wanted to come together, yeah, to have a proper debate about it. So, uh, as an extra little seasoning on this, I have not personally cast my vote specifically because of this conversation. At the end of this conversation, I will cast my vote for either Tempo or Sunspot based on the strength really? of the arguments enclosed herein. <laughs> I will drop my ballot. So you'll vote for Tempo then? Oh! Cool. Okay. I just, I just, she can't time travel, so I don't know how you see in the future. I, I, <laughs> she doesn't need to. But it would help. So. Help to do what? <laughs> to see how your candidate is going to lose? <laughs> <laughs> you bragging like you got it. <laughs> Let, look, look, let's wait. Let's wait. Come on. I'm, I just need to get through the intro, guys, please. So, right. I will ask questions. Each of the campaign managers will have two minutes to answer their questions. But that two minutes is kind of meant to be uninterrupted time. If they run out of time, they can let me know and they forfeit the rest. Otherwise, they have two minutes max and then I will end it and swap to the other speaker. We'll get through as many questions as we can and let's see what happens. Okay, first question. What do you think your candidate's strength is as a member of the X-Men. We're gonna start off with Michael. Go for it. What do I think my candidate's strength is as a member of the X-Men? I think that Suns one of the reasons I love Sunspot so much is that he is versatile in his strengths. Now, we could talk battle, where he is already a heavy hitter with his powers. Flight, solar blast, super strength. You know, he can hold his own to fight for sure. Um, we could talk about strategically, where he is a mastermind. He's gone up against a mastermind. The Maker in uh, Ewing's New Avengers, he, he outplanned one of the smartest people alive. So definitely strategically. We can talk about how he's a people's person. And, you know, we, he has ties to X-Corp, X-Force, Hellfire Club, Shi'ar Empire, the Avengers. When Cap and Iron Man were beefing, at right before Secret Wars, most of the Avengers united behind Sunspot. You know, I I don't see an area where he would detract from the X-Men in any way. He brings a lot to the table. I think the main strength, though, is his mentality. Save those who need saving no matter the cost. That's, that's the wave that Cyclops wants the X-Men to be on. And that's what Sunspot's been doing. When it meant being declared supervillain, by S.H.I.E.L.D., he went to war with S.H.I.E.L.D. because it was the right thing to do. Didn't care. 
you know, and, and 30 second warning, 30 second warning. You can keep 30 seconds. I don't need them. I don't need them. I said all I got to say. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, same question. Same question to Yanis. Uh, can you repeat the question, please? What do you think your candidate's specific strength is as a member of the X-Men? So, first of all, before I talk about my candidate, I would like to talk about the current time we're living in, right? The current position, mutants are and have been for, what, the last year? Yep. One of the key defining points and traits of this new era has been putting a spotlight on the entire mutant community, right? Not just X-Men and not just mutants we have known since like the 70s. So like now more than ever, it's not about like how powerful one person is or like how rich one person is or how connected. It's really about how how this one person can add to the bigger circuit and also like the okay. the potential. One of the, the biggest strengths that my candidate has is potential, right? She has been an untapped character for so long. She's basically pretty much a blank slate. You can, she has been a fighter. She has been a liberator. She has been a savior of mutant babies. She has been a member of the mutant liberation front. And just, just off of that one fact, you can tell so many stories, like what this uh, former kind of mutant terrorist thinks about the position they are in now as a nation, as a species. That's the kind of stories I want to hear about today, not what the latest car is in spot bought or whatever. We don't care about that. Sorry. Okay. After that first round of questions, thank you both. It sounds like the pit is against credentials versus potential. Exactly. Somebody who has a long history of varied feats and capabilities versus somebody who can add something fresh and offers new territory. How do you think people will choose between those two things? I think, I mean, as we have seen in this past week, I've, the reach and like the influence of the Time for Temple campaign. I mean, I think at this point, the campaign and the candidate speaks for itself people see the potential people want to hear these stories like we want change we want innovation and we want creativity like we don't want to hear about the same x-men and doing the same thing they have been doing it's a new day it's a new time and we want new things okay so michael how do you respond to the claim that your candidate's strength is actually his weakness in that all the comics and all the books and all the feats you've been able to list are exactly why he doesn't need any more coverage. He's predictable. Okay. Okay. You, you talked. You talked and I was quiet, which is a lot for me. Um, he's talking like... <laughs> yes, you did. He's Congrats. talking like a teacher telling a parent about their bad child. He got a lot of potential. You know, Jimmy got a lot of potential. I don't want to hit... First off, the reach of your campaign only reached to seventh place, so you can get that noise out of here. Uh, second, why... We're not going to talk about that You talk, you talk, you talk, Giannis, you talk. Giannis, Giannis, you got to let him talk, you got to let him talk. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Next, while you... I, I agree that I would that she has potential, and I agree that there are stories 
that you could tell with tempo. I did not hear anything that says tempo should be on the X-Men for this specific reason. I didn't hear anything that would make her a great fit for the X-Men specifically. I just heard you want more stories about tempo. And I, and I, I fully support you on that. Marauders, X-Force, wherever she want to go, that's not the, the premier mutant team. She can go, and I, I will ha- happily support those stories. But, you know, I didn't hear anything about what makes her a good fit for the X-Men. Why wouldn't she be on the Premier Mutant team? And why would your what? candidate be on uh, the, this team anyways when he's already, like, in space or whatever, doing what whatever he's doing? Like, not only has was he the protagonist in the first arc for new, X-Men's New Mutants, he's been seen ever since. Like, he literally was on X-Men 17 last week. He had a bigger part than Jean and Scott, actually. So... I feel that the X-Men's whole deal is that they are mutant superheroes. And when I think about Roberto, he is a superhero through and through. I think he's a good fit. I think I, I think that makes him a better fit than Temple. I agree she has potential. I agree that there are stories that could be told. I agree she has a perspective that is different. I don't I don't think that makes her a better fit though, because of her potential. You could we could stay here. For hours listing all the mutants on Krakoa with potential. You know, but that's not a tempo specific thing, I don't think. Thank you. You've both pitched credible, well thought out, comprehensive arguments. We're at the end of the question round. So having heard you guys' takes, it sounds to me like this is, um, as I said before, a bit of a contrast of experience versus potential. So I see that potential not just as a singular character, but what it means for the X-Men. On one hand... Exactly. The conversations. Yes. Uh, Sunspot is... Sunspot is a credible member. Sunspot, out of all of them, has probably done enough that if he was to stand on the team, he would fit. And the other one is the person who offers the most narrative interest for the X-Men. Because on one hand, it would be super interesting to see Sunspot on it. On the other hand, it would also be really interesting to see how they are going to have to change the X-Men to incorporate a brand new member. Somebody who doesn't have all of that history and backstory that everyone on the team knows. And somebody with politics that are as specific as someone like Tempo. She wasn't afraid to kill people to save humans and that kind of thing. So, like, what does that mean today? these are the stories I want to hear. I don't care about a billionaire doing billionaire things. It's 2021. You talk about the man's money one more time. I don't, I, 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 he's the, that's the only thing he does. He only talks about money. Oh, my money guys are calling me. My money guys are calling me. Who cares? That's the only thing he does. You're going to have to come up with something different. He needs to come up with something different. People, please. He's just mad because I told the truth. We don't care about his money. I'm sorry. I'm mad because you're loud and wrong. Don't make me regret that I didn't bring a buzzer here now. <laughs> okay, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Fair enough. Heard your arguments, and I would go with tempo on this one. For this particular question, I think I'm more, I would be more interested in seeing a brand new member on the X-Men as opposed to someone who very deservedly should be there and by all accounts and all histories, yes, earns that spot. But if it was the chance between, between a known quantity where we're probably going to get a rehash of the same dynamics we've had before and a new property 
with brand new relationships to be made, brand new dynamics to be formed and forged, I would go with tempo for this round. That is this round only. That is this question only. The answer may change in further questions. What kind of Twilight Zone episode am I living in? <laughs> okay, question two. Our audience polling uh, on X of Words indicated tempo in the lead at 70.6%. So that was a poll that we ran for... People with taste then. Yanis? I am being very polite here. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm... (laughs) (laughs) He's poking you. He's doing it on purpose. It's working. Okay, I'm done. I promise. I promise. Right. Okay, so... um, (laughs) <laughs> so those that was the poll that we conducted just for X of Words. But now that we've seen the larger uh, initial polling and Sunspot is at 12.6% of the full global vote as opposed to Tempo 7.6, it's kind of a reverse story. So in the same way that the larger results recontextualized our X of Words poll, have they also recontextualized your standing on your candidates? Absolutely not. I guess Yanis is going first. And I will start with Yanis. Yes, time. thank you. So I was, as I was saying, <laughs> it absolutely did not change my standing on my candidate. I believe in my candidate. I know what my candidate brings to the table. And this poll, first of all, it was done by marvel do you know how many people like most of the people who voted don't even read the comic books clearly they were like the gifted fans or like some like x-men or people familiar with x-men at large which is why banshee who has not done anything but die since i don't know when is like second like clearly Banshee should not be second thank you i'm i'm glad we agreed on that uh and so clearly this poll is representative of nothing but the lack of taste of the x-men fandom which we already knew about i mean they were like a few months ago they were going up for like pog pog whatever his name pog or poor or whatever pog your pog like the yeah that <laughs> and so clearly but pog your pog had all that potential I w- I, all that potential in pog your pog no it did not all the stories Whoop. you can tell about pog your pog no, it, okay <laughs> I'm not going to answer that. You ain't got to. Okay, fine. So um, the poll the poll results, the initial poll results that puts Tempo pretty pretty far behind have not changed your stance. You still stand on where you are. Uh, tipping the question to Michael. Michael, now that you've seen that Sunspot is in third, and as much as you were the underdog on the TL when it came to X of Words, you're very much in a leading position or in the global conversation. Yes, in the national the white one anyway. National con- So, how do you how does that how does okay. that change your position I on your candidate? You know it's the white one. Yanis, right? would you stop? <laughs> Michael answer the question please. I, I I I agree. I agree that this is probably a lot of non-X-Men readers, you know, making that call, but they got a right to they vote same yep. as everybody else, you know? It's not, it's, it's it's dumb. I, I I I will grant you that, but it's not invalid. The people have spoken. Sunspot, my candidate, is in third. Uh, Tempo, I believe, is in seventh place, you know, um, behind Boom Boom, Armor, and Forge. Um, Does it change my campaign? Three people who have been extensively featured across multiple media. If we all agree that actually this, 
a lot of the results that we're seeing are down to periphery comic fans that see things like New Mutants, the big film, and see Spongebob, or maybe Saw Banshee from old... The Gifted. Or The Gifted. Then we can understand a little bit more. Um, Michael, do you think... Do you think that lessens his legitimacy as a solid comics candidate? I don't think it lessens his legitimacy at all. I think, if anything, that the, the, the projections indicate that we need to rally behind Sunspot. You want to talk about more of the same. Polaris is more of the same. Banshee is more of the same. You don't want that? Then the most viable candidate by the projections is Sunspot and third. It's not Tempo and seven. But the, the, to answer the question of how those projections and the poll uh, change my campaign for the character, I mean, well, let's let's face facts. Neither of us is probably gonna gonna take this thing. <laughs> but if I have to, just mathematically, and I'm not a math whiz, but you tell me, does third or seventh have a better chance of taking? It? I, I I say third. I think people should vote for Sunspot. I think okay. people should to at least at least get. A character, I mean, again, I think he has more to offer than Polaris and Banshee. Cool. Your time is done. Thank you. So that was an interesting question round. Uh, I'm going to give 30 seconds for any closing comments where both of you can talk at the same time. Okay. Is there any chance then of an alliance? Go. If they put out some new projections and it says that Tempo is in a second, then my blog changes to Tempo Deserves Better, and I will happily campaign for her to not get Polaris in the comic. I will do that. I, but I don't see Yanis changing his to support Sunspot, even though he got a better shot. But, you know... I'm not going I'm, to hey. change my vote for Sunspot, and here's why. Because okay. by Sunspot being... and. You're right. Everything, honestly, most of the things you said about your character, I agree with. He's powerful. He's well-connected. He's, yes, that's that's great. But do I want him to be part of this team? No, I don't. And here's why. Because I already know what he's going to bring. Okay. Because I already know what to expect from his character in this type of team. And because I already know kind of narrative like what his narrative contributions are going to be and i'm not interested in that if i want that i can read new mutants or i can read whatever else he's in this week and thank you thank you that is time so at the end of that question of whether the audience polling <laughs> the the global polls and the global rankings of the characters so far have changed either of our campaign managers positions on their candidates it is a yes from michael and a no from yanis and my personal take on this is for this round i i'll go i have to go with sunspot i think the pragmatic choice either way because i think ultimately either way sunspot or tempo are better choices and are more interesting additions to the X-Men than Polaris or Banshee would be. Yeah. I think, and when you take it, you, when you take a step back and you look at the fact that if it isn't one of those two, it's going to be Polaris or Banshee, things start to change a little bit. So I'm very much in this particular context of the question, I'm more likely to put my vote with Sunspot and make sure we actually get something di different by backing the horse that is closest to winning. Is it something different though? Than splitting the vote than splitting the vote so that's my take on that question i'm sure other people may have other takes but thank you thank you both 
Now, let's move on. Cool. So, question three. <laughs> question three is where maybe we can start to pull some synergies out. Uh, and hopefully this will be a point of uh, parity between the two campaign managers. And it is, what disqualifies the leading candidates, Polaris <laughs> and Banshee, <laughs> from being legit members of the X-Men? And we're going to start with Michael. Your two minutes starts now. Leading candidates are Polaris and Banshee. Now, I know Polaris has stands. Uh, you have a right to stand, whoever you want to. But um, for me, the most interesting things about that character have always been her father or her relationships with others, not herself. But I won't speak too much. I can really speak more on Banshee. Um, a deadbeat father <laughs> did not raise his daughter. Deadbeat father. I don't, I don't want to reward that. I don't want to reward that behavior. Um, a cop, so I don't trust him. Um, Wait, is he a I cop? I don't trust him at all. He I, was a see, cop. I he don't was even know Interpol, anything about him. And he was a cop. Oh, you know, um, so he definitely pulled over some young black kids. Just, <laughs> just you know, what, what, what are we, what are you doing here? Um, he was Moira's side piece in this life, you know, and and and, and you know, uh, didn't he lose his powers like multiple times? Your one power. You lost it because, like, ah, my voice. Ah, I can't scream. My one thing. I don't. Ah. He was a zombie. Uh, and not a very interesting one. Um, right? He was a zombie. Not, and multiple I, times. He was a zombie multiple times, and they just left him a zombie because they don't even care what he got to say. He, he, look, Banshee is so. Oh, God. I just. Ugh. The friggin'. Ugh. I didn't like him in the first class either. I, just a boring character all around. His scream is his just a some strong, strong anti banshee uh, sentiment there, specifically, um, largely speaking to his lack of capabilities and power set. So, thank you, um, Yanis. Two minutes on. On what you think disqualifies either either of the uh, the candidates? I don't know that I even have thirty seconds to be honest. I just don't. I have nothing for either one of those people. Like I enjoy Polaris when she's written well, which has been in X Factor. She's all right. She's cool. But do I want to see? But does that mean I want to see her in the X Men team? Absolutely not. She was in X Men number one. What did she do? Exactly nothing. Um, Banshee, I mean, it's 2021, like, please, what, like, Banshee, just, just a, why is he uh, even here? Why are you here? Like, why are you here? I don't even have, like, I don't have, my, honestly, Michael said, like, everything regarding Banshee. In X of Swords, he went through with Eunice the Untouchable, and that is exactly the level of character I put him at. Down there with Eunice the Untouchable, Ban, Jesus Christ, I a D-lister. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, thank you. So. Uh, get him out of here. Get him out. <laughs> after, your, um, after your answers, I agree. I think the biggest thing, in my opinion, that discounts both of them is that we're already getting a narrative about both of them. Polaris is doing really well on X Factor. Siren is a more current, more contemporary, more interesting version of Banshee. So it feels like that book is giving us both of the stories that first and second place are offering. So it feels like we're getting the, boast, the, the best of both of the top two characters anyway, already. True. Period. 
So, okay, well done. Thank you. Convincing, convincing arguments there. So, our final question. Thank you very much for your answers so far. It has been illuminating and elucidating to talk to you both. You've both got very, very uh, strong and compelling positions on your respective candidates. Are there any closing statements you would like to make before I drop my ballot and we release this episode to convince anybody listening, to convince me or anybody else about where to place their vote if they are as yet undecided? Each of you will have one minute on the clock to make your closing roundout statements. I will start with Yanis and your time starts now honestly i think i've said everything i want to say at this point you know this is a time for change this is a time for innovation and this is a time the best candidate to do that is temple now all of the other candidates have been featured before all of the other candidates have had their time they've had their feats they've had their panels now as we've seen in dawn of x with mutants like Pyro and mutants like Whiskid, a character that hasn't done anything or like an unknown character, but it has been proven mm-hmm. that these are the most interesting characters nowadays. And so this is why my candidate is the best one to join the X-Men team. Thank you very much. Cut him off. Cut him off. Cut him off right now. Cut him off right now. Don't let him say <laughs> nothing else. <laughs> right. Okay. And Michael, uh, same question goes to you. Do you have any closing statements for those whose votes are undecided in favor of Sunspot? Your minute starts now. I agree with Yanis in that it is a time for innovation. You know who is an innovative character, creative character? Sunspot. The man who defeated AIM, a threat the Avengers been struggling to do since 60s, 70s. Um, a mutant mm-hmm. superhero who saves those who needs saving no matter the cost. Man was struggling through Mpox, still a superhero. Uh, man has led the Avengers. I have heard that Temple has potential. Are we talking about X-Men? Or- I have heard, you also are. I have heard that Tempo has potential, at listed with several other characters. I agree that a lot of teams have a wild card, and that is an argument for a lot of characters other than Tempo. I have heard very little things that are Tempo-specific, but if if my passion for Sunspot doesn't convince you, maybe my pragmatism will. Sunspot is the most viable candidate between the two. Wow, okay. Bang on time. Thank you. Jesus, I could sleep. Okay. <laughs> um, no, thank you. Thank you both for um, th- this first. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy being here. Um, and with that last question and closing arguments, uh, the time has come for me to decide where my ballot goes. In, I think, you know, for me, it's... It's... Uh, it's going to have to be Sunspot. Hey! I think it's going to have to be Sunspot. Because as much as... And I'll caveat that by saying, out of Sunspot and Tempo, I would like to see Tempo on the X-Men more. But I understand that this isn't between Sunspot and Tempo. This is between Sunspot, Tempo, Polaris, and Banshee. 
And I know that if I see either one of their faces either one. in the team, I will be less interested in the title overall. Less interested. So I think I'm going to have to... I, I think the pragmatism has won me. And I'll have to place my vote with the hope that my vote might actually change the X-Men lineup, as opposed to making the ideological vote that would sit closer to my spirit, but might not actually affect the change I'd like to see. Democracy in and action. You love to I'm see it. Whatever. I am... I am sorry, Anis. Guess it, guess it ain't time for tempo. Ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> not quite yet. Not quite yet. <laughs> well, thank you. Listen, you guys, you guys made my made my evening. This has been the this has been this has been fun. Uh, thank you, Yanis. Thank you for being here. Thanks for campaigning for tam- for tempo. Thanks for being a part of why comics is so much fun right now, Michael. Thank you for campaigning for Sunspot, man. Thank you for giving us the jokes and the passion. It's great. I'm glad we get to do things like this. I'm glad. I'm. I I, I do want I do want to congratulate Yanis if I can for a second. You you did. You I, you got fan support. You got creators retweeting you. You 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 did big, man. I can't I can't deny that. You, Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad my campaign reached you know people with tastes. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going back for this man. I try to keep. <laughs> no, right. and congrats to you uh, too for pushing your your candidate. I think you did a great job. Hey. Uh, thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you both. Um, I've been Ashley. I've been Oros Wins. I have been Sunspot Deserves Better, also known as Insert Black Character Deserves Better. The second this election is over. And this has been X of words. Whoo, done. Someone that choke, someone that fit aside.